today and thanks for joining us again at Once When I Was Cool, your weekly podcast about nostalgia and all the things that we enjoyed when we were kids. For those of you who are joining us, thanks very much. If this is your first time, we really appreciate you giving us a try and if you're a returning uh, listener, thank you once again for your support. Thanks for telling a friend. Thanks for being there to support us through all of this. My name's Dave. I'm uh, one of your hosts and joining me across the magic of the internet because we're still cursed with the scourge of COVID, we've got my mate Wee. How are you, Wee? I'm good, thanks, Dave. How are you travelling down there at the other end of Australia? I'm up at the top end in Brisbane and you're down in Tasmania, uh, which is at the bottom end of Australia, for those who don't know. Um, Everything's going swimmingly, I hope. And um, before we kick on, and you can answer that, um, big shout-out to uh, producer Simon, who, as always... Uh, is getting us out there to your earballs, uh, getting our sultry, sultry, sultry sounds out there. It's three sultries. It must be fairly sultry then. It's getting warmer up in Brisbane. It's getting a bit, bit more sultry. It is. I've got the fan, ceiling fan on too tonight. That's, nice. You've probably got snow on the mountains down there. No, no snow at the moment, mate, but we've still got the fire on and got the, got the heating on here as well and the, it's still a bit chilly for the dogs to go out at night time, but otherwise it's all going well. So, mate... Um, what are we talking about this week? What's going on? Well, I've, I've had a bit of a think back to, you know, this is this is about nostalgia, about things when we were young. So, Dave, once when I was cool, we had actors that have really shaped uh, our youth, our childhood, uh, made us dream about what we could or could not be. Um and so I thought today we might talk about some of those uh, actors. So um, I'm, I'm sure you had some favourite actors. Just mm-hmm. straight off the top of your head, what's a name three of them that come to your head? <laughs> oh, God, now you're throwing me on. Uh, so from the 80s, you mean? Yeah, mate. Well, I know the I know I know that we've discussed the ones that we're going to do, so I don't know whether I really want to throw uh, the three out there. But um, you know, perhaps yeah, do it. it it's fine. Perhaps uh, the most influential from when I was a young tacker from um, movies like the Indiana Jones series and most certainly with Star Wars was uh, Harrison Ford. Uh, he was uh, he was one that I always loved to see. He was uh, that little bit funny and that little bit uh, adventurous. Um, oh, God, now you put me on the spot. Of course, Schwarzenegger, mm. Stallone, those sorts of guys were always the big ones yeah. as well, the big action stars. They were, you know, with... Um, with Rambo and with uh, the Terminator series as well, uh, they they were sort of uh, big hits in my place. But you know, yeah. there were there were plenty of them. Yeah, uh, and what about look, you? Absolutely, absolutely. And I've thrown that straight in there. Haven't said that for a while. Absolutely. No. Look, they're they're three out of we, we're gonna we're gonna have a look at six of them today, and they're three out. So you got fifty percent of what we were going to talk about. So right. only because we probably talked about yeah, this because earlier. we've talked about it beforehand in the planning. So yeah, this is this is going really well. But I just like to see you squirm a little. It is yeah a bit yeah you did it well. I wasn't ready wasn't ready for that. Yeah, yeah good. Thanks All right, for, well, let's keep this it is off. a great show. Thanks for listening in. I, I bet you're glad you uh, spend the time to download this, there, dear listener. Yeah, shout out to Shaniqua as always. God Another bless one. Her. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, look, let's kick it off. Big influential um, actor had a big impact on myself uh, and I'm sure yourself, as you mentioned. We'll start it off with Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford. 
sorry, a little bit of a glitch in the matrix there. Um, magic of the interweb. Yeah, you were talking about Harrison Ford, mate. Yeah. So Harrison Ford, you know, big, iconic um, person for me, very influential. Obviously, uh, people who have listened before know that the ultimate trilogy of all times is the original Star Wars, Han Solo. Yep, hands down, mate. Fantastic. Hands down. And then... Also for me in that adventure, so like you said, he was a bit of a funny character and he portrayed that even in um, the whole uh, Indiana Jones as well. You know, he was that lovable sort of character. That opening scene in that first Indiana Jones when he's going through that maze with the big ball, you know, that's coming, um, you know, so. Mm-hmm. And he, he, switches out, he switches out the little totem. He, he, he feels yeah. the sand and feels the sandbag and does a little thing yeah. with his fingers yeah. and switches them out. Yeah. Yeah. Terrific. How many, to- how many times have you just watched that opening scene on YouTube these days? Uh, none, but I have seen it um, on, other, on other sorts of TV shows. A lot of TV shows have taken that, that particular scene off quite well, one of them being The Simpsons and there's, it's been in quite a few other TV shows that you'll see. Yeah. I can tell you I've watched that on YouTube regularly because I just think it's fantastic. You've got to think back in the day there was no none of the CGI, so that was probably done, uh, you know, uh, with uh, minimalistic um, computer enhancement. But we're not talking about that. We're just talking another impacting movie, probably when I sort of was a bit more of a teenager, um, early teenager, was also Blade Runner. So yep. in that movie, you know, iconic movie, they've done a sequel to, to it, Blade Runner 2049 or something Yeah, was like that any that. good? Yeah, it actually wasn't too bad and he's in that as well, so even yeah. better. So what, I, what I've I, realised is most of these guys that have been such an influence on myself and yourself there's not just single movies. In some of them there are single movies, but most of them have um, some sort of trilogy or some sort of um, follow-up movie. Um, all of them that we'll be talking about, they've all got, um, they've all got those. Yeah, so just, um, be, just before we move on though, sorry, mate, just um, looking at some of the other uh, movies that Harrison Ford did, has done, it's not just those sort of three sorts of chains that you've mentioned. He also did uh, movies where they became sort of like a little bit of adventure, a little bit of, um, a little bit of spy, a little bit of, uh, you know, those types of movies and, uh, yep. you know, things like The Fugitive. Um, the Fugitive. Patriot Games. Witness was yep. another one where he went and lived with, yep. the, with the Amish. Um, mm. They were all really good films. Um, yep. And then you go back to the trilogies, uh, yeah, um, Indiana Jones, the fourth Indiana Jones, uh, probably didn't need to be a movie. Um, yeah. It's been sort of. Yeah, talking about a trilogy. Well, yeah, it's not a trilogy anymore. It's the fourth movie. So the, the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull wasn't the greatest film and got a lot of canning. And I, I would say it's similar for these last three Star Wars that he got into as well. It was great to see those characters back again, but realistically it wasn't the wasn't the be-all and end-all and it's probably movies that didn't need to be made. I don't know. It might be a little bit controversial. Let us know what to think. Once for school podcast at gmail.com. Anyway, we, I'll give it back to you. Sorry, mate. I, was, I, I cut you off there. No. No, no, that's 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 all good. Be, and I talk about trilogies because one, I don't count the Crystal Skull. Okay. As, and I don't count. I've watched the other Star Wars 
movies just because I've had to. And yeah. again, don't comes, rate them. Where he comes back as a ghost <laughs> in the last one. Yeah. So for me, I, I'm just talking about, and, and these are the ones that are, you know, really impacted on me as a kid. These ones yeah. haven't impacted on me at all, you know, um, yep. as an adult. Yep. Um, if anything, the only one that I thought was pretty good um, that he starred in was Blade Runner 2049. Oh, he was I in it, was he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. You need there to you watch go. it, mate. It's good. Right, eh? So let's um, let's move on to our our next uh, yep. person. And remember, there's lots of other actors that were iconic during this time. Mm-hmm. These are only just six that I thought. Now nah, I'm throwing it. I'm going to throw the, these out there, and, and it, people are. Either- and certainly, if we did more than the sort of six, we would run out of our options to have a revisit and do another episode. So we've got to keep that up our sleeves as well. Let's face it. And and we might do uh, female actors that impacted on us as well, because sure, yeah, yep, fair enough. Yep, there's been so, some, some um, great actresses or act, female yep. actors as they called now. Yep, yep. So um, please don't think we're being sexist by not mentioning any of the females here. Um, yep. Anyway. Next, Mel Gibson. Mm-hmm. Where did you first so, see Mel Gibson? What's your first movie memory of Mel Gibson? Mad Max, the original. Yeah, um, and I'm not sure if it was around the same time or it was before it, but he was also in a version of Gallipoli. Um, yes, he was. Which had that iconic uh, theme music, uh, which was which was huge at the time, and I'm not sure if it was before or whether it was after the Mad Maxes, um, but Mad Max was a, was an amazing film series, the original ones, and I know that the newest version uh, has got a lot of accolades, but if you ever want to treat yourself and you're, you're happy to, you know, go for slightly disturbing movies, the original Mad Max, or I think in the US and uh, overseas it's called Road Warrior, um, yeah, well worth looking into. Anyway, sorry, mate. Carry on. No, um, you know, I think Mad Max was his step into um, the Hollywood scene. You know, Mad Max, Mad Max Two, and then Mad Max Three, Beyond Thunderdome. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just phenomenal. You know, when you're looking at those, they were just for me as a kid. It was like, wow, this this could be the future. Um, I know it's mm. bad. Um, yeah, very bleak. But mm. uh, another iconic uh, movie, and again, I'm talking mm-hmm. about a series, is The Lethal Weapons. Yeah, tremendous with films. Danny Glover. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, have you watched them recently? I have watched just about all these movies we're going to talk about in the last 12 months. I've mm-hmm. pretty, pretty much watched most of them. Lethal Weapon uh, is on our um, free to air. TV channels probably every yeah. three to six months. <laughs> yeah. And if, you know, but the beauty of Netflix or... Um, one of the other ones. One of the other ones or whatever, yeah. you can get all of those. But, um, you know... And Lethal Weapons, sorry. do they still stand up? Yep. Because there's a TV show of Lethal Weapon that I think is in its third series or something. It gets quite good reviews. But interestingly, the actor that played Riggs, which was Mel Gibson's character in the TV show, was too unpredictable and um, they actually cut him out of the TV show and actually killed off his character. And so for the second and third series, there's no Riggs in it. It's, um, It's his cousin or his relative or something like that who's just as crazy. There you go, bit of trivia. Uh, good, yeah, a bit of trivia, way to wreck something. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. The, other, the other thing about um, Mel Gibson is before he did any of those movies, he did star in some Australian TV series um, such as uh, Cop Shop, which is, and the Sullivan's. <laughs> oh, yeah. So he yeah. was 
Martin was in the Sullivans. Right. He did one, two, three, four, five. Yep. Four or five episodes and about a couple in, of Cop Shop. But Gallipoli was uh, after Mad Max, just so. Oh, you, right. Okay. Yep. Yep. Um, but then another one that I think was a very iconic for him was uh, Braveheart. Mm-hmm. I think he did a phenomenal job in that. Yep. You know, um, and I was probably in my late teens when that um, when that came out because that was around ninety five. Yeah, but he's done lots be, of other stuff. But it seemed to be with Mel Gibson, he sort of and, and you know, despite his personal life and what's happened to him, uh, you know, that's been really seen the fall of his career. He really did make some one off great films. I mean, there's movies like Payback. Uh, Payback was tremendous. It was a great film, and then that was a sort of suspense drama type one. But then you've got another movie like What Women Want, where he could read the minds of women, and that was that was a huge hit. Um, and then turn around again, he did Signs, which was in the M. Night Shyamalan uh, film. That was a great movie too. I should have put that in because, again, yeah. I watched that probably only about four months ago and it is a yep. cracking, cracking and then, film. And then he's Jokeman done Phoenix. sort of comedy ones like uh, Maverick, which was on the riverboat and Jodie Foster was in that one, and then um, one with Goldie Horn for Bird on a Wire. And, oh, and there's, an, there's a female actor we could do is Goldie Horn. I mean, she's had some tremendous movies. She was a great, a yeah. great actor. So, yeah. look, lots of different movies from him and we sort of tend to think of Lethal Weapon and Mad Max and occasionally Braveheart, but he's had a lot of good films. Oh, look, he has. But looking at, at the these iconic ones, these are the ones that when, you know, in my just turning into my double digits, so, you know, between sort of 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, early teenage, uh, probably weren't meant to be watching them then, but, hey, you know, if you had an older brother, he used mm. to be able to go and get the different videos and um, we were also friends with the bloke who owned the video shop. So And movies your dad liked as well If in my house. If yeah, well, your dad liked it, yeah. it was okay to watch it. So Yeah, hmm. that's right. So, right. And I can tell you my dad's probably watched all of these as well as Jules would have. Yeah, for sure. Who's next? Next, um, Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy. Now, Eddie Murphy to me um, was a great, great actor in in terms of his comedic prowess. Um, Beverly Hills Cop, straight up. Yeah, forty eight hours. Mm-hmm. You know who who hasn't watched Beverly Hills Cop? Um, and it, <laughs> You know, they're still just iconic. Yeah, and you know? they were and great and they had the great film, uh, uh, the great soundtrack. But you mentioned in there 48 hours and f- another 48 hours. That, for me, they were even better films than the than oh, the Beverly Hills, Hills Cop films because they were dark and gritty. They had that little bit of comedy in them, but they had a great storyline. They were, they were fantastic. Absolutely. They were just um, phenomenal, you know. Um, but what really, what I really loved from Eddie Murphy and was his movies Delirious and Raw. Mm-hmm. They the were stand-up. the stand-up acts, yep. I remember yep. watching them when I was young and thinking they were just the greatest thing. They were so funny and they were so rude. Yep. And I remember yep. watching them with a mate about 10 years later, so sort of in the early 90s, and the language in it was just un- unbelievable. And uh, his dad, the, the guy's place we were at, and, and we were – we would have been 1920 when we were watching it and his dad came in and said, oh, does this guy only know three words? Because they were, 
this was the, the sorts of things. But, yeah, it was good. But, I mean, you talk about trilogies. You, you've mentioned a couple that are there. But he also had the, what were those ones where he dressed up and he played all the characters, um, the the clumps or the crumps? Or oh, the, the nutty. Yeah, the nutty professor and, and all of those. Yeah, sorts and, of and, and, and then Shrek. He had all well, the Shrek yeah, movies donkey. as well because he was the voice of Donkey. And for some of those movies he really made it. That Donkey character was amazing. Oh. Love Donkey, but Doctor Doolittle as well. Yep. Uh, there's another sort of, I think, trilogy or three or four there. But f- for me, movies in the 80s, Golden Child and Coming to America, they were to me a couple of really good movies. There's a remake uh, of Coming to America coming up. I think. I'm not sure if he's involved with it or not. I'm sure there's another one of them being made. Um, But you mentioned The Golden Child. What was... I don't really remember that one. He had to save the life of the little Tibetan... um, The little Tibetan, I don't know... Child. um, Child, because he was golden. He was a golden child. So he, um, you know, had to go to Tibet and do all the different bits and pieces. He says, and get the sword to kill the the uh, the demon that carny scenes and that you know when he's talking mm-hmm. to the Tibetan monks and Yaki, uh, please, you know, just things like that. It was to me just some one-liners, and they're not the one-liners that you think of. Yeah, when you yeah. think about the eighties, so and look, uh, and just to to sort of cut you off there. Sorry about that. Uh, listen, to people listening out there, we had a little bit of glitching there. We'll try and clean that up as best we can. Um, but yeah, the internet, the value of the COVID internet's doing us great wonders tonight. So sorry about that. But anyway, mate, you were saying, yeah, uh, look, you know, I, I, I think he was uh, a great. Um, Great, great actor. And then he, he started his, um, he did a bit of a music career as well, he, you know. Oh, did he? Party all the time. Look it up on okay. YouTube. Right, party Murphy. all the time. Party all the time. The other ones, you just before you go on, mate, before we move on to the next one, is uh, Trading Places was one of his early films, and that was an amazing yes. film. Um, and one of the other ones that didn't really rate very well but I really, really liked was uh, Bowfinger with uh, Steve Martin, uh-huh. which yes. was all about a con, and it was it was great. It was yeah. a really good film. So he's, he's another one that's done some one-off films that have been good. And then probably the last one that I'm going to mention because I don't want to turn it into a, a gushing fest about Eddie Murphy, but uh, the other one that he was in was uh which was a real surprise was daddy daycare yeah that ended up being yeah. coming out of nowhere and being a really surprisingly good film <laughs> feel free to disagree yeah. with us out there if um, you're if you're interested yeah. i'm sure i, I do. disagree you do disagree. disagree you didn't think it was good oh uh, look it was something i've I, I have to say i've watched it but i wouldn't rate it oh okay there you go not, I, not I as really good as his other movies. As a, a light-hearted a light-hearted romp Lighthearted romp. Yeah. Anyway, carry yeah. on. Enough All about right. Daddy Daycare. Who you got next? Yeah. Uh, next, um, the Governor. Mm, okay. Arnold. Arnold Schwarzenegger. So, what was the first movie you remember seeing him in? Conan. Conan. You watched Conan. Yep. I never. I. I don't. I could honestly say I don't know that I've ever fully seen Conan all the way through. Well, there's Conan the Barbarian and Conan the Destroyer. Either of them. Yeah. Well, have a look. They're great. He's He doesn't speak a lot. Look, I've looked at and I've watched his 
they're the earliest ones that I've seen, but I've looked at his older ones where, you know, he's come out to do the um, um, the Mr. Universe out in America and things like that where they've but, followed yeah. him through there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, again, coming into great movies such as Predator, mm-hmm. Terminator. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the one that the, Alyssa Milano was in? Commando. Commando. Yep, that was another one. Yep. All all pretty yep. much the same sort of stories, but they were they were great films. Yep. Total Recall, Running Man. Mm-hmm. You know, the original Total Recall, not the remake Total mm-hmm. Recall, but the original one. Uh The Running Man. I only watched that last week. Um you know <laughs> it was um and it was definitely a eighties movie and yep. what you've got to remember is you know, people think his Terminator movies is where he's, you know, carrying on about, uh, you know, the I'll be back. Mm-hmm. You know, I think just about yep. his, uh, in The Running Man, he said it. I think he said it in, um, and that was, you know, at least three years before his Terminator. Yeah. Uh, where where he's had that catchphrase. He's done yeah. that in, in quite a few different movies, even before that, mm-hmm. you know. So, mm. but, but he had some- in, uh, had some good standalones as well. He did Twins with Danny DeVito. That was a, not a bad film. And there was also Kindergarten Cop. I mean, Kindergarten yeah. Cop's one of those ones that's on, you know, every Christmas time. Um, it seems to be the family movie. Yeah. It's not a Tuma. Mm. But know. later in his career, um, he sort of teamed up with the, the whole gang there and did The Expendables. Yeah. And that managed and- to go for three or four movies, didn't it? Oh, I think you're up to three or four. Mm. Um, to be honest, I, I don't think I've watched one of those. Oh, really? They're no. nothing. They're, they're just, it's a gathering of all the 80s superstars and a few of a smattering of some of the new guys. Um, but when you think about um, Schwarzenegger and Stallone are in their 70s and um, a, a couple of those other guys are in their 60s and 50s, uh, you know, Dolph Lundgren and uh, uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme and um, who else is in them? Oh, yeah. Basically everyone he, you could think of. And then they've got Terry Crews and uh, Jason Statham and some of those the other guys. Well, they're, they're entertaining. Bruce Willis turns up in them. Mel Gibson turns up in them. They're, they're, they're worth a look. Um, but, you know, you, you know what you're in for when you watch them. I'm going to have to get on it then and and have a look. But I have to say, I think that a bit of an underground film, probably one of my favourite films um, of uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's was one called End of Days where he's trying to basically stop the apocalypse and Gabriel Byrne is the devil um, and he takes him on in there. And it's a real underground film. It's very dark. There's not a lot of uh, humour in it, but it's it's a really good film. I really enjoyed it. So, Yeah, that is a great movie as well. Mm. Just... um, (laughs) <laughs> just so you know, they're looking at. Um, uh, I'm just um, <laughs> looked up uh, some some facts here. Looks like they're uh, going to do the Legend of Conan as well. So there'll be another trilogy for you. Right. Okay. The Legend of Conan in, with him in it. Yep. Okay. That's what it looks like. It's been announced. He's had some shockers though as well because remember when he was Mr. Freeze in that horrible Batman and Robin uh, with George Clooney and Chris O'Donnell? Yeah. That, was a, that was a bit of an appalling sort of um, slight on Batman more than anything else. But, uh, you know, you pay yeah. somebody enough money, they're going to do it. So, mm. Yeah, no, it was, um, yeah, not, not, not good. Mm. I didn't mind um, Welcome to the Jungle either. That wasn't um, too bad. Welcome to the Jungle. Yeah, 
that was around uh, about early 2000s, just after his Terminators. Okay. Anyway, he was just in there as a bar patron. He was in the background. <laughs> That's why you didn't know it. No, no. If, if no. it's the one I'm thinking of, is that the one with yeah. The Rock and Sean William Scott? Oh, yeah. he is too. Yeah, as he's walking out and The Rock's walking in, he said, good luck with this lot. Yeah, yeah, I do remember yeah. that now. Yeah, it's not really his yeah. film though. Yeah. No, I know. <laughs> yeah. All right. But mo- moving right along. Yep. In the same vein, mm-hmm. Sylvester Stallone. Yep. So Rambo. Rocky, um, other movies such as Demolition Man, Tango and Cash, Over the Top. You know, he's done some uh, cracking, crack. What's the one you're forgetting though, mate? Sorry? What's the one you're forgetting? Cliffhanger. What's, oh, Cliffhanger, that's right. Cliffhanger was, was a great film. It'd been the, been the rock climber and... Um, that's right. Yeah, ends up dropping the girl off the edge and then, you know, has the dark the dark sort of feelings from that. But, uh, yeah, look, Stallone, love him or hate him. I, I really love um, I really love the Rambo character. I, I enjoyed Rocky. I enjoyed boxing films. But um, I really – and Rocky's gone on to Rocky Five, and now they've had Creed and they've got another Creed and I think there's a third one coming out. And, yeah. Um, you know, he's been involved with a lot of a lot of movies and um, – but Cliffhanger was one of the main ones for me. He did that version of Judge Dredd as well, which people panned. Oh, yes. And didn't really enjoy that. Um, and yes, yeah, Tango and Cash, Tango and Cash was one of my favorite films that and Demolition Man yep. were some of you know, those sorts of um, when were they late 80s or early 90s or whatever it was? Uh, late, yeah, late 80s. I'm just having a bit of a flick through here as you're talking. Yeah, uh, Cliffhanger was 93, Tango and Cash 89, Over the Top 87. Oh, what was the one, I, I can't believe I haven't even mentioned this. Mm. It's got an iconic car in it. Obra. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, that did, didn't Absol- really that's a, do that much. Yeah, but um, That's a dark film, dark, dark film. Yeah. But it was just awesome. And what, I can't even... What was the one? He's done a lot of good ones. There was another one that he was in um, where he was with Antonio Banderas and he was the contract killer. And he ends up oh, having assassins. Kill- that was a good film as well. Uh, yeah, um, I think it was one of the earliest ones you saw Antonio Banderas in. He was um, he was he was the ba- ended up being the bad guy. You know, whoever can be the bad guy in a movie where you've got two two um, paid contract killers. But uh, yeah, um, I look. Yeah, another one iconic at the time. Um, it sort of disappeared for a while and then came back with the Expendables and then the other Rockies. And did you watch the latest Rambo? I think it's Rambo 5 yeah. or Rambo End or whatever. It's, uh, what's it called? Um, First Blood, oh, Last Blood. Rambo, Last Blood. Last Blood. I'd forgotten. Was awesome. it, was, it was a great film, but I'd forgotten just how violent Rambo films were. And this was this was really brutally violent film. But uh, it was it was entertaining to watch. It was a you know a little bit of a tearjerker as well. Great. It was a bit bit hard on the old heartstrings, um, but well worth a look if you like the Rambo films. It was worth um, worth having a look at. Yeah. Uh, what I've watched. It. I think, it was, the, I think I it was. I think it was. I can't watch this. <laughs> <laughs> Did you go to the cinema and see it? No, no. We just downloaded it, and oh, okay. off, you know, yeah, uh, not not a legal download of one of the, you know, no, no pay one cares, sites. Mate. No one listens, mate. Don't worry about it. Um, okay. But he. Um, 
yeah, that last Rambo, that was, I think it was the fifth one actually. Because anyway, regardless, it was, he's done a lot of films and um, yeah, up there with uh, Tango and Cash was one of the good ones as well. The, the two cops that didn't like each other and they get set up. And it's interesting how often he actually plays a cop looking at some of the films that he's done. Um, yeah. One of the other ones that I went and saw at the cinema when it first came out um, in 19, what's it say, 1996, was Daylight where they get ta- uh, trapped in, their, uh, under, in, the tunnel. Uh, in the tunnel under the water and they have to get their way out. It was like the Poseidon Adventure um, under a river. It was, it was um, yeah, it, it was quite a distressing film to watch in the cinema at the time because you just think, wow, this is so realistic that you could get caught in a tunnel like this when everything collapses and slowly the, the slowly the river's coming in on you and no one's getting you out. You ever go through a tunnel and think of it? Sometimes. There's yeah, not, I many, do. not many tunnels down here, so I, I don't uh, think about it lately. But that Cross River one, when they first did the uh, Cross River one in um, Brisbane there, used to drive through that on my way to work sometimes and I think, oh, man, if this all caved in, what would you do? And the answer is nothing. Just die slowly. Just, just try and remember remember what he did in the movie. Hmm. Try and remember the good times. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> um, okay. Last now, one. Last one. So now, we're going on. Run on. Yeah. This is a run on from Stallone and we have mentioned this, this um, person and it's Wesley Snipes. Oh, okay, so the the run on you mean Demolition. is from Demolition Man. That was a great Demolition film as Man. well. He was such a good bad guy, Wesley Snipes, and that with his blonde hair. Yes, and you know the um, the uh, ice prison basically. The, you know they were in um, in prison, um, but yeah, it was it was that, that a had... great 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 movie because it's a bit like us now it's the you know it's mm. basically the future and he yeah. he came from the 80s well it's so interesting. All that 80s stuff it's in, well it's interesting as well because he goes to this utopian future who was the woman in that was that sandra bullock sandra bullock yeah so sandra there's another female actor we can yep. look at she's done some great films but it was interesting when you look at demolition man because it talks about this future where there's all self-driving cars and no one has anything and everything's based on credits there's no actual cash um, which right. is what we're going to now. If you have a look around, no one wants money anymore. Um, and everyone's Money's being dirty. nice. Everyone's trying to be nice to each other and they live in this utopian future and Wesley Snipes comes into it and that's why he's, it was, it's, he's been frozen and sent to the future, a bit like Idiocracy, really, sort, sort of similar storyline. Yeah. Um, Idiocracy is awesome. But, um, yeah, Wesley Snipes was great in that. But one of the first movies I remember seeing Wesley Snipes is was when he played Willie, May, Willie Mays Hayes um, in uh, Major League. And Major League was the baseball film about uh, the That's Cleveland Indians right. where they didn't um, – they weren't doing too well and the, the owner was just uh, – the woman inherited the uh, the team and was trying to get rid of them. And that was a fantastic film. And he was so entertaining in that and it just really showed the, the, the scope of what he could do. And, you know, everyone knows him for obviously uh, the Blade trilogy or is it a quadrilogy? I think it's only the three and it was one of the good ones where vampires were still bad and he was the daywalking um, vampire. But it was um, one of the first ones that you see, Ryan. Um, Blade Trinity, which is the third one, is one of the first films that you see uh, Ryan Reynolds in. Ryan. And Ryan Reynolds is yep. a smart-ass. Before that, he'd been on TV in that um, that pizza shop show. What was it called? 
two guys, a girl and a pizza shop or something like yeah. that. And that was his yeah. sort of introduction. But he was really good in that. Um, but Blade, Blade is one of the great vampire films and not for the faint of heart. If you if you don't like blood and gore, it's probably not for you. Um, but like I said, it was when, uh, when, when vampires were still bad guys. Not like today where they're just misunderstood emos that sort of mope around in glitter in the sunlight or something like that. <laughs> yeah, no, we're not. They're, they're not you can see the respect I have for that. Not like the old yeah. days. of the, Remember The Lost Boys? The Lost Boys yeah. was a great vampire film as well. And, yeah, because uh, vampires are bad. And these, uh, these, new, um, these new films are just an abomination. So anyway, that's my thoughts. Let us know your thoughts. Once was cool podcast at gmail.com or on Facebook. You can find us. Anyway, keep going, mate. Keep going. Look, um, some other uh, iconic films for Wesley Stipes for me was New Jack City, um, mm-hmm. White Men Can't Jump um, right. with um, Woody Harrelson. Oh Woody Harrelson. Mate, mate, you know, mate, mate, careful with your microphone there. You're, you're sort of fading in and out. You're blowing someone's ears out as we're talking. You're getting sorry. animated again as is your ethnicity. <laughs> my ethnicity, I'm talking with my hands again. I'm excited. Yep. Uh, <laughs> That's the problem so, with Zoom though. You, you know, when we record live, we can hear it. We can hear what's going on and you can adjust it on this. You, you don't have the opportunity to hear yourself. Anyway, carry on. Know. That's our problem. No. Yeah, it is. Um, other other movies um, was Drop Zone, you know, the yeah, parachuting. Yep. yep. Um, um, is that with Charlie Sheen? Is that that one? Yeah. Or yep. is that Terminal Velocity? That was Terminal Velocity, I think. Okay. Anyway, yep. Anyway, but then he's done some really good um, um, police-type movies, you know, um, with the detectives like Murder at 1600, mm-hmm. um, U.S. Marshals. Mm-hmm. Um, so he doesn't always play the bad the bad guy, but he's a good bad guy. He's an awesome bad guy. Mm. Even in Blade, he's the good guy, but he's, he's the, the anti guy. the anti-hero. He is the anti-hero, and I tell you, he is just phenomenal in that he just i just they are they are great um blade trinity would have to be probably one of my favorites Mm -hmm. out of the uh, blades but um oh the original is pretty good it's just stephen dorf wasn't much of a bad guy in that he was he just didn't seem to you know he was the vampire and turned out to be the vampire that killed his mother or whatever it was and um yeah getting into that so that was a little bit convoluted a bit hard to follow and a bit hard to believe as well but it it was great it was that sort of uh revolutionary type of um film really yeah uh, yeah, it was. And look, he's done lots of um, lots of different movies. He's um, part of um, he's doing a post production on uh, Coming to America at the moment this year, mm-hmm. and it's right, coming. There you go. So there is to, a new Coming to America. Yeah. So, um, but for me. You know, New Jack City, talking about that it's one of the first sort of gangster-type movies. And when I talk gangster, talking about the gangs in, you, you know, mm-hmm. in America. So, yep. you know, there was Colours, obviously. Yeah. Um, was one of the very first ones that I can remember. Great um, song also by Ice-T. Yeah. Um, it's cracking. I've got that on my, um, my um, downloadable device so I can play stuff. Great movie. Great. Um, so, look, to me, these are six iconic people that have really uh, driven me. And as you can see, I think you and I were pretty much 
into the action adventure because we don't have any anyone in there really. No romantic a, leads. No romantic leads, you know, no thinking, no bioepics and mm-hmm. um, no sort of um, nothing too, um, you know, sort of educational in there. I mean, it was probably educational. <laughs> no heart and no tearjerkers. No tearjerkers, no romant- rom-coms. Um, so for me it was, um, and as you can tell by the stories I say about my brothers, we, mm. you know, we probably thought we were half of these guys. And mm. So who is, your, who is your favourite in that list? Who's your favourite? My favourite out of this list would have to be, um, oh, can I guess for you? I reckon you're going to say Harrison. Oh, really? I was going to pick Harrison Ford for sure then. There you uh, go. All right. Uh, Stallone, the Rambo. It was mm-hmm. the Rambo. Um, but, again, Predator, the original. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, that was some Schwarzenegger, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, uh, Rambo and Rocky. Mm-hmm. Like he hardly even spoke in Rocky, didn't he? Mm. It was more about that whole. Um, yeah. You know, but yeah, you're right. Probably Harrison Ford as well. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I wouldn't have had him in the list. Yeah, fair enough. And what about you? Well, who do you reckon I'm going to say? Wesley Snipes. Wesley Snipes is up there because I love Blade. It's one of my favourite movie trilogies of all time. Um, but I have to stay, say Stallone, like you. Those those Rambo films were just what my childhood was about. Um, well, no, that's not right. I shouldn't say that. That sounds horrendous. Um, I yes. really enjoyed those films uh, when I was a kid. The Rambos, First Blood. First Blood was one of the my all-time favourite films and Cliffhanger as well. Um, you know, I, I think that they're films that I've probably watched, you know, multiple, multiple times and could easily yeah. sit and watch them again, you know, put one either one of them on now and I'd watch it again. So, um, yeah, Stallone for me. Um, but like you say, I liked them all. Mel Gibson was pretty good as well. I loved all the Lethal Weapon movies. I love Gallipoli. I love the um, Mad Max films. Um, but they're all good films. They're all all good actors, all good films. So, yeah, it's, um, and I, it's I, tough to I, say. I watch all of them. I can watch all of those movies we've talked about mm-hmm. quite easily. So anyway, let us know out there what your thoughts are. We've come to the end of this episode. It's been a bit of a longer one. This is probably the longest one we've done. Uh, let us know your thoughts. Let us know who we've missed, who we could add to, anyone you'd like to hear us rant about. We can we can talk about anything. Uh, we can, As you can probably guess, we could talk under wet mud. Um, let us know, oncewascoolpodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook at uh, Once When I Was Cool, uh, our page there. Send us a comment. Send us a thing. We were on uh, Twitter as well, as we now know. Um, otherwise, you can find all our old episodes anywhere you download your uh, podcasts or you can get us at oncewascool.com is our website where all our old episodes are there we thanks for putting this list together mate it's been a cracker yeah thanks mate i'll um i'll get another one together at some stage and we'll record that won't be the next couple it'll be in in a little while we'll give it a bit of a break and we can't get you to do too much research i know you didn't think i was actually going to do any i didn't I will be very honest with you. Anyway, <laughs> Simon, thank you very much. He's waving us on. He's got things to do. Thanks very much. Thanks for joining in. Thanks for telling a friend, as we said. Um, let us know your thoughts. Otherwise, we'll talk to you next time. Thanks for joining in. Talk to you later. Thanks, Dave. Bye.